All right, this is how we begin the podcast. Exciting stuff. What's your theme song? What should we do? What are we doing? Uh, 85? Yeah, I want to hear, you're Hitler! Why do you like that one so much? (laughs) That was just funny. All right, here we go. Frank, are you ready for a clip? Yeah. Okay, he's fixing his green camera. You're entering a realm which is unusual. Maybe it's magic or contains some kind of monster. The second one. Prepare to enter the scary door. Ordering in Wonderland. There's a gremlin destroying the plane! You've got to believe me! Why should I believe you? You're Hitler! We direct your attention to the man with the sleep leather briefcase. His name, Dr. Mallory Craig. Occupation, psychologist, newly employed by the Crest Ridge Sanitarium. For the last two weeks, he has been visualizing his first day, looking forward to it with eager anticipation. What the fuck are you playing? There's a terror behind those cold institutional walls that nothing in his education has prepared. That's not the episode we watched. No. What? That's not the that's not the episode we watched. What episode you are? A rendezvous in a dark place. It was an old lady in death. Yeah, that's what I picked on the uh, on my DVD. I swear to God, <laughs> that's the episode I picked on the DVD. Maybe it was an alternate opening that we didn't know. <laughs> it's just this DVD special edition. Well, it's talking about a completely different character and entirely different plot, so I doubt it. <laughs> it was rendezvous, and I mean, it's, it's pretty hard to to screw it up. Pick it. What the fuck? Yes, it is. Yet here we are. Okay, here's yeah. Ronnie. Here's the plot of Ronnie doing in the dark place. Death obsessed Barbara Lemay comes face to face with the Grim Reaper herself or himself. Was she seeing faces in the wall? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It, it, it's basically um, a remake of it's, it's kind of a reverse of that episode with uh, Robert Redford. So it's it's a loose remake of Nothing in the Dark, Frank. Yeah. Where is that the one with Robert Redford? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In that one, it's a uh, she's scared of death and doesn't want anyone to come in the house. She's abandoned. She's basically cloistered herself in like her old antique furniture house. And Robert Redford is, is shot and comes in. And this one kind of similar. She's just obsessed with death. She wants to die. And thinks about it. And 1980s fun. There's no fun in this episode at all. Not once. I will say it's well acted. It's actually one of the better acted 85 episodes I've watched. It didn't look like a jewelry commercial. Yeah, like the, the two leads were good. And that's all I can say, really. Yeah. Because the guy that was like the criminal dying, he was kind of annoying, not very good at what he was doing. I was kind of hoping he'd die sooner because he was terrible. Yeah. I don't know how... Uh... This has happened before, by the way. Where you played the wrong episode. It's been a while. I'm trying to figure out what the hell I did wrong. Well, no, uh, the, I think the number was wrong on the on the uh, call sheet, on the, on the message board, on the uh, website. You said, I think it was 326, but it was a different number. I told you if it's the number doesn't have to match, but the t- just go off the title on the disc. Well, I know. 
But I'm just no. saying. But no, he, I have he went the, off the DVD. Uh, box set. Yeah, and and I can't explain the DVD. I don't know. Maybe the yeah. DVD is different. Well, it, yeah, there's, there's, there. It's well because like that. All right, click on the episode. Ooh. Yeah, you see, like you see how there's something in the walls right there. Click on, yeah. uh, click on Rendezvous in a Dark Place. See what happens. Yeah, because that's the old lady right there. You see that little thing there? Yeah. That? Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, I, I clicked. I must have clicked the top one. Oh. Yeah. Well, how was that episode? Was that any good? <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, yeah, this is freaky. pretty good. Yeah. Well, this one was just boring, but I think maybe yours was a little bit better. How about you talk about your episode? We'll talk about our episode. There you go. Yeah, what happened in your episode, Frank? She saw something in walls. She saw shit in walls. <laughs> cool. The, the title says it all. <laughs> all right. Wow. And then when we do the other episode, Something in the Walls, you watch Rendezvous in a Dark Place. There, we'll just... there you go, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's still playing. The background noise is always just, uh, copyrighted. Cue up uh, Rendezvous in a Dark Place there and just watch it on silent. Yeah, was... you, you'll fall asleep again and hurt yourself, so don't do it. Because it's only twenty some minutes. By the time we're done, I didn't fall asleep. Or by the time it's done, we'll only be halfway through. So, okay. So, Ronnie doing a dark place um, starts off with a funeral. I made some early predictions that were proven wrong, and I'm glad. Oh, uh, it starts off with a funeral, and then there's an old lady there, like touching the casket as it goes by and touching everything. And then some guys, the, the priest is at the door, and he's, he's just like, I'm so sorry for your loss. Were you related to the victim or to the, to the fucking corpse in this other room? And she's like, That's no. exactly what he said, yeah. too. And he goes, all right, bitch, you're playing games. Uh, family, <laughs> family friend. You're a fucking freak, aren't you, old lady? <laughs> yeah. And she goes, no, I just, uh, I just wanted to be in here. And she acts fucking weird. And I was like, oh, she's the dead one. Okay. And it did not go the way, but it also kind of did. Just not yet. Well, I, f- I figured she was just one of those uh, funeral hoppers. Because they, they, they are people who do that. Funeral crashers. Bored. Funeral crashers, just juggling funeral funeral. But um, I really wanted her to go to the reception. And, like, I wanted her to bitch about the food. Yeah. And, like, she's just like, man, that Jew uh, that I saw buried at the, at the, at the synagogue, their, their fucking setup was great. You Catholics suck. You or don't know how Italian. to bury your dead. You know, but if it was Italian people, it would be better food because the Catholics, the Italians make good spaghetti and shit. Hey. I hung out with the Irish funeral. We we drank all night with a dead body in the room. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> that was fucking great. <laughs> they let me do whatever I want with the body. It was fantastic. Back, back in the day, uh, people used to eat the body. Eat they the still body. do that in some tribes of Africa. What was the yeah. opening scene of your episode, Frank? Um, basically, she's just in, um, talking to the psychiatrist about, uh, you know, everywhere, every, you know, in in the peripheral of her vision, she sees cracks and patterns, and whatever pattern and cracks she sees, are, there's faces and such. Okay. And then, who wrote your episode? I don't know. Oh, okay. I can find and, out. And. Um, what if it was J. Michael Straczynski? It was. Where is it? He writes the bulk of these episodes, I guess, because we've we've watched two of his already. 
I don't know. Well, yeah, he wrote this episode that we're talking about, the real one. Yeah, Ron David yeah, he wrote, and he wrote the one about the dog and who beats Frank. Oh, his God. wife gets, beats up Frank. <laughs> he who beats Frank. He wrote that. Yeah, the the, the <laughs> wife that beats her husband. Uh, uh, spousal abuse plus dog toy. Yeah, that was whatever it. that episode was called. What the fuck was? Um, uh, trio hatred and unto death. Is that what it's called? I don't remember. I really have zero memory of what the fuck we watched on this well, show. Because the, the, the title didn't match the episode. It was one of those like thoughtful titles. It was... Curtain didn't match the drapes. Acts of yep. Terror. Acts of Terror. Yeah, see, Acts of Terror. Yeah, see, there you go. Hatred Under Death is something else. from. I think it's from uh, Tales from the Crypt, because I always see it on the wall mm. over here on my bingo hopper thing. That's, I think that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, take that bingo hopper and shut up your ass. It tells me I, I've been uh, randomly the, the last like week and a half. I've been randomly because I have a list, uh, a bingo spread right here of all the shows I barely get to, like Westworld, American Horror Story, and the var- right, yeah. various Walking Dead's. I've just been choosing from it randomly. I also have a few Tales from the Crypt cards on there. It is drawn out of the seventy-five on there. It is drawn Tales from the Crypt three times. Wow! It is so fucking cursed for me, and I watched a good episode of it. It's the one well, with Steve. So you watched the Tales of the Crypt episode recently? Yeah, I watched it uh, uh, Friday, and it was really good. Oh, it had Steve Buscemi okay. in it. Pretty, pretty Oh, solid. the one where the Vietnam one? Or yeah. The, uh, yeah, that's a good one. It was that good. was on my top ten list. That yeah. was another top ten episode. Yeah. That was It went in my top tier bucket, one of the few. Because otherwise, no, no. that show... Uh, I th- I, I'm starting to think you might be a little bit right with the We Drew Just the Worst episodes. Yeah, I would agree. There's some stuff. Some of them are good, but a lot of them aren't, and I yeah. think that's the issue. Yeah, I drew another cartoon one too. Oh. That, that one was the best cartoon I've seen. Oh, there you go. Not saying much. Okay, so, yeah. um, oh, she goes after she leaves the funeral. She goes and talks to her son, who has he's balding in only a way an '80s man balded. He sucks. He's a horrible <laughs> son. He's really an awful guy. It's just like he has no understanding of this old woman who's Widow. like, you know, all my friends are dead. My husband's dead. I have no one. And it's like every time I see the kids, they're not interested. You're not interested. No one seems to care that I'm still even here. And he's like, oh, shut up, mom. You're such <laughs> a fucking bitch. And then he slaps her and this leaves. This guy. Look at that. That's hair. That is <laughs> only people in the 80s kept their hair like that when they were balding. No. You don't see that anymore. In 90s too, but. It's almost Fraser Crane esque. Yeah, it's. But well, then it's like, he lost that middle section. If you look in the on, on the backs out here, it's super curly. Like yeah, look at that, ridiculous. Like, like an it's afro. A it's ridiculous. And this is his mom, and she has the least old lady house I've seen in a long time. Was that is that Janet Lee? I forgot. Yeah, that's Janet Lee. So it was gently. Yeah, I thought so. I was like, "Oh, is that gently?" Yeah, looks like gently. That was that was a good get for the show. I'm pretending you're saying Jet Lee. Jet Li was fantastic <laughs> as the old woman. Jet Li was amazing. <laughs> Look at him right here. I want to die. Please kill me. It's kind of you sound like Schwarzenegger, but um, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I, I, like, I know Jet Li was Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Right? Shit, I I die. No, I can't. can't Get on the chopper. Pain. I'm Jet Li. <laughs> Jet Li. Oh, I eat. Oh. I, I eat rice. Oh, God, help me. Wow. God. End of days. End of days, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the best acting Arnold Schwarzenegger ever did. I am the one. I, <laughs> I'm a hero. 
Uh, quote Jet Li was his I best acting. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think True Lies was his best. That's his a best performance. Underrated role. movie. That's a great movie. True Lies is like top twenty material for okay. action movies. Like if an action genre pick. And and Jamie Lee is sexy as fuck. Yeah, her big old dong coming out of her coming out of her dress. Fuck yeah. Who incidentally is Janet Lee's daughter. Jamie Lee Curtis. Are you talking about True mm-hmm. Lies or are you talking about last action? True Lies. Oh, okay. Yeah, true. Like when she has that, uh, she does that seductive I dance. I saw no penis. I saw no penis. I was exactly looking. CGI. True mm-hmm. Lies is fun. Yeah, True Lies is good. I haven't sat through to actually watch it though. Do like it all the way slowly. Do it slowly. Do it. Yeah. He's got, the ta- he's got the tape recorder. <laughs> Do it sexy. I like when he. This I like when he's under the truth serum and he tells him exactly how he's going to yeah. kill everyone in the room. <laughs> he does it. <laughs> Yeah, that True Lies is one of the last movies you're gonna see where Arab characters get brutally murdered by a white guy. Well, who actually who happens to be a German guy, but whatever. Not just that, but his thing gets attached to a rocket and he's flying toward the camera at the end. You You fly. It's the last time you'll ever see Tom Arnold in a likable performance. In a Harrier jet. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Out of the two, Tom Arnold would be the respectable one. Right now, <laughs> like he gets the work yeah. now. <laughs> Roseanne is in is in prison. She's in Twitter prison. Twitter prison, which don't mean much these days. Well, I mean, Tom Arnold came from you know, uh, Iowa uh, meatpacking. Yeah, Hormel factory, I think it was. Yeah, he, he was the guy that shot the cows in the in between the legs with the bolt gun. <laughs> wow, I hope that's true. Is did that you, true? Did you say between the legs? Between the eyes, oh, I heard legs. <laughs> no, 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 he shot him. He it's did. He was terrible at his job. He did it between the legs. It's like stop. Frank's, <laughs> Frank's head trauma is affecting him. Yeah. Your head trauma is just. He gave you a concussion from from your watch the wrong fall. episode. Yeah, I fell into my wife's fist over and over. Okay, I fell down into my wife's knuckles and knees and fucking high heels. <laughs> She, she hates me today she, for she, some reason. She stuck me in the right by the eye with a stiletto. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. I was yeah. into it. She talks to her son for way too fucking long about how the son is just scolding her for going to strangers' funerals, which I kind of agree with because uh, he says that's distasteful. It's yeah. something to do. You notice when when she says his name, his name is Jason. She sounds she sounds just like the mother from Friday the Thirteenth. She sounds like Miss Voorhees. Oh, it's it's crazy. She's like Jason. There were such words spoken. Right, Jason, I'm not gonna find it, but that's all right. She says it at some point here. When I asked you out to the coast to see Margie and the kids, you couldn't. You Ugh, the music in this. That's bad. It does sound like a jewelry commercial here. Yeah. I'll try. I will really. Oh, her. I'm sorry. I've got to go. Plane to catch. Then you go. And you give my oh. love to Margie and Ben and Susan. I don't know. I don't know. That's I was hoping fine. to find it, but... I, I got the idea. Yeah. But she's like, Jason! And I was like, ugh. Miss Voorhees? Damn. You're I, all gonna die! <laughs> I love that she's uh, in that scene. They're basically talking about how she's gonna die soon. And... 
Janet Lee lived another 15 years after this. Yeah. She lived for quite a while. Yeah, Lee was pretty old. Yeah, she she, she lasted a long time. When did uh, her dad die, um, Jamie Lee Curtis? When did Tony Curtis die? Tony Curtis died actually, like, not that long ago. He lived a yeah. long time. He was about 90-something years old when he died, so. And that guy had them all, man. Whew. I think he had me. I wasn't even aware. Oh, lucky, lucky Tony. Lucky you. Because I remember he, he was talking on some radio show. They were asking about all his uh, trysts. And they said, who was who the best you ever had? And he said, the best I ever had were the girls that never made it. That were the, the, ingen- the ingenues and the prodigies that never made it in Hollywood because they were, they were destroyed by the system. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God, Tony. If he was alive now, he'd be in prison. Probably, yeah. <laughs> all, all, all old Hollywood guys would be just so arrested. Oh, it'd be over. It'd be, it'd be done. It'd they, be the end of everything. It was like they pass around the girls. Like, she wants to make it big. Yeah. All right, suck all these guys off, and then maybe you'll make it. And then they did the same thing with the, the, the guys, too. <laughs> suck Buddy, off all these guys. Buddy Hack and Rodney Dangerfield would be in uh, purgatory. <laughs> I think Rodney nah, Dangerfield Rodney was, was pretty good. Yeah, he, he's one of those guys that seems like he would be, but he, I think he's that's an act. No, yeah, he was a gentleman, I think. Yeah. Because that guy, he took 20 years off to raise his kids. Yeah. So I got to give him credit there. Although you hear I, stories of when they would, someone would, like a guy would go over to his house to write a script and he'd be sitting there with his balls hanging out. <laughs> his, of his, uh, what's it called? Are you, thinking, are you thinking that would, no, that, that was um, uh, uh, the other, Uncle, Mo, Uncle Monty, that was M- Milton Burl. No, Milton I, I Burl heard that about, talk. now, uh, was it Jay Moore that was talking about? Dangerfield? Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's just like, his well, he... balls are just out the whole time. And he didn't care. We told him, and he's like, uh, yep. Hey, so what? What are you going to do? <laughs> they got to be, they got to hang loose. Oh, I love, hey. I love Jay Moore's stories of yeah. Christopher Walken. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think it was when he was backstage at SNL, Dangerfield. He's like, uh, I heard it was Milton Berle backstage at SNL. Yeah. It could have been could both. Have been both. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised. But they said Milton Burrow was the worst guest host they ever had. So he was awful because he just would show his dick all the time because he was so. He had like a 13 inch dick. Yeah. So he would show it to everyone. Hey, so as, all, yeah. As did Lyndon B. Johnson. So they all, anytime you have a three, 13 inch honker, you're going to be showing it off. You got to have pants yeah. that hug around the bunghole. <laughs> Lyndon B. Johnson tape is amazing. Oh, man. Are you talking about the president, Lyndon yeah. B. Johnson? Yeah, Lyndon B. Johnson had a giant cock. Nice. And he would he would pull it out all the time because he didn't give a fuck. He wanted to show everybody. He'd, like, he'd piss in front of people to show it off at the White House. That's this, awesome. I mean, so, even if I had a three-inch piece and I was the president, I'd show it off. <laughs> Look at this. You voted for this, honey. <laughs> Four more years, and he just kind of flap it in his face. I don't think Four more inches. Four more inches. Was he ever voted in? I thought he just took over. Well, I think he won re-election. Did he? I don't think he did. I, maybe he did. Oh, I think he did. I okay. think he won re-election. Because uh, 63, uh, that was like the third year of Kennedy. So Kennedy was elected in 60. So he was up for re-election. So. Yeah. He, he took yeah, he over, have. and then he was yeah, he must have. re-elected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's basically a year he was probably president, and then he was re-elected, and then he was that was it though. And it's and and basically it's because of uh, NASA because he had all yeah. the uh, he had like he 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 had the uh, Saturn V being built in like forty different states. <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
So, yeah. um, but death, death came yeah. to him too. At this point, I wrote. This is when I was starting to notice it was a remake of Nothing in the Dark because some gu- uh, a guy breaks into the house. He's a gunshot victim. Over. He's got a gun. What? Yeah, I was going to ask you about this. Like, was he already shot or did she like in Nothing in the Dark or this? No, no, in in um rendezvous? Uh, in, in the in yeah in in uh, oh, did in you, uh, rendezvous. Did yeah. you watch it on the side there? Yeah, it's been on. Okay. And and um yeah, yeah like he's already it was shot. Weird. He okay, cuz he he already he, okay. Who shot him? The police? Somebody yeah, the cops or the uh the um uh um, whoever he robbed. Whoever he robbed, yeah, that's what it was. It's the same storyline setup here that that night gallery episode that we did called Death in the Family had mm-hmm. where, where the guy gets shot doing something illegal and breaks in. Same fucking thing. Very different ending, but do you remember that episode, Dick? I remember seeing some of it. I don't remember the whole thing, though. It's at the end. They have that corpse party, the birthday party. Uh, oh, oh, you mean the Night Gallery episode? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Same fucking thing. But, uh, Same idea, yeah. He, he uh, breaks into the house, and instead of being like, get the fuck out of here, or police, police, she's just like watching him, just like, you're dying, aren't you, bitch? Ooh. Yeah. That's that tasty death. And she she puts him down for the night, and then in the middle of the night, she thinks she hears death. She's like, I hear you. I know you're here. Ah. And then death does show up. And who's the actor she that plays takes him? Her, she takes her top off. It's kind of weird. Here he is. She gets on her knees. It's a good character actor plays death. I just don't know his name off the top of my head. He's yeah, in a lot of stuff. He's in a ton of stuff. He's, he's always a good surprise. Yeah, just walk light. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Suppose. I want to find that scene where he scolds the shit out of her. I'm Zeth. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, he looks like walking. He looks it's like walking and uh, uh, Rugger Howard. Rugger Howard and walking. Yeah, you know, you, you're dead, and then we're going to fly an intruder into Sam City. <laughs> Let's see. Fl- flight in the intruder. No. Fuck the cops. Fuck them. <laughs> Nobody said anything. I'm like, I don't think is he, in fly- is he fl- in Flight of the Intruder? Christopher William- Walken? No, William Defoe. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's in Platoon. Which Platoon sucks. It Fuck sucks. you. Platoon I don't sucks. like Platoon. I- I've tried watching it. It sucks. It's, just, it's eh. great. It's, it's all right. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. It, I love Platoon. I put that with, there with Scarface, where people fucking loved it, and I'm like, I just don't get it, man. Sorry. Yeah. I don't understand. I like Scarface. I don't love it, but I love Platoon. Yeah, I just, I don't oh, know. Johnny Depp was amazing in it. <laughs> right, yeah. But I get Platoon confused with Casualties of War. I always think they're the same movie. They're the one with Michael J. Fox and Sean Penn. It's like the same exact movie. But the problem was that Platoon... Stole all the thunder from that movie because that movie came out like two years too late. Yeah, and that's why the two movies and Full Metal Jacket too and Hamburger all Hill. These, yeah, all these Vietnam movies came out <laughs> the same time and, and like Jacket. Platoon. Platoon was the uh, was the alpha male killed them all. But it's funny because it's it's probably my least favorite of all of those. I wouldn't say Platoon killed Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> 
I don't. It won the Oscar and it made a lot of money. Platoon so. did a lot better than. Yeah. It's not going to be remembered as a better movie, but it's a. Uh, it definitely made a lot more money and it made a lot of careers. That mo- that movie. Though they say Full Metal Jacket is like the number one selling DVD in Warner Brothers history, so I don't know. Weird. I, I'd believe it. That's, that's a bizarre. Well, I mean, like the, the first half of that movie was great, and the second that's why dog shit. That's why uh, WB just sold it as as the half of the movie was the DVD, and then they, they didn't sell the other half. of The, the other movie half was on VHS. It's attached yeah. to it. <laughs> You're not gonna watch it anyway. Who cares if you don't right. VCR? They sold it as a two disc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> part one, the one you really want. Yeah, part see. two doesn't even have any artwork on the disc. It's just a, yes, it's handwritten. Even though we filmed it backwards yeah. for some reason, it's hand handwritten by Stanley Kubrick on the VHS tape. Please watch this. <laughs> he has a little video intro. Look, I know you're gonna stop watching after he kills himself in the bathroom, but come on, give Matthew Modine a break. Come on, it's all he has. Come until, on, until, guy, until the he's Batman in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. He's in Dark Knight Rises. As the least important character in movie history. Yeah. You gotta he come out here. The... He was in he was in Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, he gets ran over by the tumbler. It's no, he gets shot. But uh Well no, no the he, it's um the original he, he was run over by the tumbler, they cut it out. Because oh. I remember Well it looks like he behind, got shot now. Well no, it looks like he got shot in the original version, he gets ran over by Talia Ghoul. Because they shot it, it was, and oh. they had all all the spy cameras during the filming. Because when that movie was being made, it was yeah. all made in public, so everybody yeah. got pictures of everything. Right, Chicago. They took the they took the pictures of his character being hit, and the and the stunt guy was like flown in the air. So it was really cool. It would have been a cool death scene, but I think they figured it was too brutal, maybe. So they cut it out of the movie. I just love the fact that. Uh, Commissioner Gordon has a long scene where he's at his door being like, you let your wife answer the door! Get the <laughs> fuck out here, you sack of shit! Come on! And he's like, I will go. Let's go! And I'm like, that's it? Holy shit. Yeah, he, a whole he got, movie. He got, yeah, he, he got... That should have been... I, I think it should have been um, the guy from the first movie, our wonderful character actor that we love so much. Yeah, the, uh, the roly-poly guy. Roly-poly guy who's yeah. in uh, Memento. Who's in he, uh, he was fla- or a flask in Batman uh, Begins, Mark Dave, Mark Boone Jr. Yeah, Mark Boone Jr. I I thought they should have had him be that character, and he gets redeemed. Yeah, because he was a crooked cop in the first movie, and then he becomes a cop again in the last movie to sort of redeem himself. Yeah. I thought that'd be a better arc, but then we get Matthew Modine. It's like, why? You had you yeah. had that character already. Bring Mark Boone Jr. back. Yeah, I guarantee right? he'd be very excited to be in this. Oh fuck yeah! Any chance to work with Nolan? Okay, Yeah. can I take a pause and just ask this? I, I, we're off yes. track because no, not all of us watched this episode, so yeah, we'll get back to it. Great. Yeah, there's, no, we're, no, almost, it. we're almost all done right. with the plot, honestly. So that's, Yeah, that's it. I just want to say one thing. Uh, today, the bingo hopper chose Westworld, and so I watched the first episode of season three. <laughs> and then afterwards, after the video ended, it, it started up like previously on. Yes. Or, or sorry, next next, you know, upcoming. But it didn't say that, so I'm sitting here watching going, What the fuck is happening? Oh, it, it just didn't tell me next on. So I skipped that and then there's a video at the end where it's like interviews with Jonathan Nolan because he directed and wrote a lot of these yes, uh, third yes. season ones. That's his and show. I'm, I'm listening to him, I'm like and he's like, 
Yeah, I was, uh, was going to write the script, and instead I was like, ah, fuck it, let's just do this live. And I'm like, how are you yeah. Christopher Nolan's brother? You, you I know, yeah. He's, yeah. he's the exact opposite. It's hilarious. He is Chicago. The man yeah, swears yeah. nonstop. Christopher Nolan's like, the cinema of, of filmmaking. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an endeavor yeah. we must all endure. And you're like... You're we just, used to do that joke all the time uh, when I worked at the Light. We used to make that... that uh, connection we're just like what the fuck How? that's insane they're two different people they're six years apart they're brothers they both grew yeah. up in england and then i and then i also read that jonathan moved to uh who goes by jonah sometimes went went to chicago and then purposely lost his accent like wanted to get rid of it so now he has he has dan Aykroyd's accent from ghostbusters <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something chris let, okay so the Joker, he's chaotic, right? So, uh, you know, he's going to be uh, this character. I think he should be an Iraqi soldier, but we're going to allude to it, but we never know for sure, okay? Here's the thing. Joker, chaos. Okay. Yeah. Two-Face, great. Let's go with Two-Face. And then I was saying, it's like if I learned German and only spoke German when I went back to my family reunion, and they're like, what the, who the fuck is this guy? He was not raised this way. <laughs> be like, Avita Zane, everyone. Oh, it would be great if Jonah Nolan started talking like a Brit, though. <laughs> I just don't that's get what, it. That's what Hubble did. Hubble? I must say, um, when I wrote Memento, the short story Memento, I was reminded of um, a lot of Hitchcockian films. That's Chris. Chris! And then Jonathan. When I wrote that fucking script, I was like, <laughs> oh, I was eating a sausage sandwich, and I just uh, oh, I was God, looking at bears. it. I can't believe that that fucking bastard uh, Aaron Rodgers is going <clears throat> to the Broncos. What the fuck? Yes. Is he? Yeah. Wow. He's leaving Green Bay. He's done with Green Bay. I. It's not official. It's official. He's done. He'll be he's there. Going to, I, he's going to Denver. He it's will happening. be there another year. No, he's getting married to that awful, awful cunt, Shailene Woodley. <laughs> she an awful, the, awful cunt. Oh, she's like the worst human being on the planet. She's awful. Oh, I just realized I'm still screen sharing that guy. Um, oh. No, he's he. Well, he seems to have the same taste of women then. Him, Danica Patrick, and then this girl, I guess. Well, Danica Patrick had no breasts, and Shailene Willie's got some titties on her. She's got uh, she got some tit meat. Dana Patrick had none. I have no. So I think that's what Dana he because he was okay. So no, Aaron Rodgers. I was talking about a cunt on wheels. Yeah, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Literally, in one case, Olivia Munn. From <laughs> Olivia Munn to to Dana Patrick. To this Shane Woodley, he is like graduating cut uh, college. It's like he's getting credits. <laughs> cut, cut you, cut you. Yeah. Well, oh my next, god. That's next, hilarious. he's going to marry uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Oh my <laughs> it's going to be crazy. He's going to convert her and marry her. <laughs> the biggest cut on yeah. wheels. Ellen and, DeGeneres. And then that bitch that Jimmy Kimmel got rid of. Oh, uh, who is he with? Oh, Sarah Silverman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! All right, so she's talking to death. He's in the house, and he's—it's the most boring conversation you're ever going to see. But it's just him scolding her as well, just like her, her son Jason did, where he's like, "She's like, <laughs> why don't you take me? You took my husband. You took blah blah blah. You took my blah blah blah. Take me, take me." And he's like, I, "I'm here for that guy, and I'm only taking. I can only take where life is. You are not alive, bitch. You are yeah, so obsessed much, with yeah. death. You're not alive." Yeah, he was really down on her. Yeah. Then he went down on her. It was weird. Yeah, it was really it was weird. So gross. It, it was it was hot a little bit, and then you're just like, wait a minute, no, I can't get into this. One one of the user reviews is where is Robert Redford? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would still take Robert Redford now. 
That would have been okay. a good cameo if he came back for this episode. Still yeah, right. Yeah, that's what that was going to happen. Rob Reffers was going to stoop for an 80s TV show. Only because it's a remake of The Twilight Zone. I when nobody the only person that did that was Bill Mummy and that was 2002 <laughs> Twilight Zone. Mummy. Mummy. All right, Clark Leachman too, but whatever. Bill Mummy will not get back to me on Twitter. What a dick. I can't believe it. <laughs> I He's like so the, busy doing his Babylon Five conventions. I like being email. on the show. What? Email him. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> look at this. Have his email. Bill Moomy at give me a job dot com. Bill Moomy at yes dot com. <laughs> I, I guarantee you'll be able to find it. Yeah. The first thing, if you call his phone, uh, the first thing he does when he answers is yes, I'll do it. I do. I do have IMDb Pro. I'm sure I could get a hold of his agent. Sure. Which is his daughter, probably. That's fine. Uh, it's like his managers, his family member, or something. I would. Hey, fuck it. Free, free manager. Why not? Well, no, yeah. Why not? <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that. D- don't. No. It, it didn't work out for Dane Cook, but it might oh. work out for him. That's a sad story. Missy's yelling down the uh, stairs. For him. And <laughs> you better fucking don't hurry, fall Frank. Don't fall down the stairs and don't let her hit you. Well, Jackson's sleeping, so if she's yelling down the stairs, and I'm sure it's going to do. All right, he'll be back. Anyway, it's just us. I hope, he's, unless she kills him, he's gonna come back with we... another. <laughs> hey guys, blood, blood down his nose. Oh, oh, oh nothing. No, I, he's I got a, a split lip. The door hit me because I hit it walking back from talking to my wife. The doors have really gotten angry since she had the child. The door, the door child. It's, it's he... like that movie with Bo Bridges where uh, uh, his wife beat him, and he was. Uh, his father talks to him. He says, how can you hit a woman? Dad, she hits me. <laughs> uh, Is it his real dad? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. It was very 80s. I think his wife was, um, what's her name? Uh, the Charlie's Angels. Farrah Fawcett? Farrah Fawcett. Really? I think, that was his wife. I think so. I'm and glad it was her like, because I don't know the other two's names I'm, at all. I'm going to have to look that up because, yeah, I, I think uh, Bo Bridges was in a movie where he plays Frank, and his wife beats the shit out of him. Let's see. Bo. Bo Bridges. Bridges spousal abuse movie. <laughs> it is. He's in 210 ja- fucking things. It's called Jagged Edge with Glenn Close. No, that was that was his brother. That was uh, Jeff Bridges. Oh, yeah. So I looked up Bo Bridges. What the fuck? Jagged Edge is actually a good movie. Wildflower? Might be. Suzanne Blakely? Uh, you're probably right. Um, abuse and partially deaf girls. Help back to this. No, it's not that. No, no, no. A Stranger to Love from 96. Uh, it has to be, I think it's the 80s. It's got to be a time when like those TV movies were prevalent. Just Another Secret? Maybe that was it. An American Intelligence Agent? Nope. <laughs> so you think it's from the 80s. This is good podcasting, right? It's gonna be from the eighties. Okay, while you're looking uh, it up, I'll wrap this up this uh, this story, um, and then we'll hear about Frank's episode when he gets back. And then I can't wait to figure out how wrong he was about everything when he <laughs> when we watch when we actually watch it. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, the police come and pick up the dead body, and, she, and they're like, "Oh, surprised you weren't scared." She, you know, he's he's a violent man and he was shot. And most people would call the police or get the hell out of the house. And she's like, "Oh, he wasn't dangerous. He was fine." And then she. Gets all sexy for death. Do you notice this? She puts on yes, like, she did. like a blue sequin dress, like gown. And I was like, oh, this is her death outfit. 
And then I was like, and she sees death again. And I was so confused why she saw death again. And I was like, oh, she must have killed herself. That's what I thought, too. But then she has a line where she says, you know, there's some pills from uh, when my husband was dying. He's in so much yeah. pain. There's those pills, and I thought about taking them, but I didn't. And I was like, then what the fuck? Why are you talking to death? Did she, she like, booty called death? What the fuck is going on? I have no idea why he's here. Because the guy's dead, and he's already gone. And then he goes, it's because I want to take you somewhere. Come with me. Yeah, that's the thing. And then he follows her. It's the movie Soul. You. It's the movie Soul Taker. It really is. As the same it plot is, points. Yeah, yeah. And which is my favorite MST episode. But she goes with him, and they go to a hospital bed, and we see uh, a man there dying, and she comforts him, and then he's with her, and then they walk off, and she's death. She's become death. Death becomes her. I guess is the way I would say this in my Robert Zemeckis way. Oh, God, yes. Well, you're not far off. That's pretty accurate, actually. Yeah. That's a movie I, w- or I really want to rewatch. It's not bad. I-, I-, I saw it not too long ago. It's not a bad movie. I remember having kind of like a Beetlejuice sense of humor. It's very. It's, it's funny. I-, I think it's funny. Yeah. I just haven't seen it since I was a kid. I just remember she dies. You know, She gets the hole shot in her chest, and her head turns around backwards at one point, and that's all I remember. Mm. Um, anyway, that's the episode. It's not good in any way. Uh, what did you give this episode out of 10? Oh, out of 10? It is, it's a four. It, it's just, it's a, it's, I, I, if it was, if there was more to it, I, I'd like it more. It's just, it just, nothing about it speaks to me and it just wasn't, it was boringly shot. It's not interesting. It's just everything about it is just un- it's forgettable. It's just like, ugh. so I don't know. I just wasn't happy with it. It's forgettable. That's what it is. Yeah, I also gave it a four. Um, I wanted to go five, but there's literally nothing I like. But it's not bad. You're not annoyed watching it. You're just kind of going, and... Yeah. What's the point? Like, holy shit, get to the point. And then just it just peters along for 20-some minutes, and that's it. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. How did Frank already watch the episode? <laughs> well, it was very short, so. Yeah, but not enough time. We're only 40 minutes in right now, as I said that. He he just he was watching it off and on. <laughs> yeah, and double time. I tried to watch Oh, I started watching a... The third season of From Dust Till Dawn, also. Their second season. Oh, my God. Second season. Where, where do you find this show? I, it's I, on Netflix. I, I didn't... It's on Netflix. Well, I don't have Netflix. Yeah. And uh, I was sitting there watching, and I'm like, I have no fucking memory of season one whatsoever. And, but I still was like, fuck it. I'm just going to keep watching. And it was the only time I went to the 1.5 speed. And I was like, maybe I'll enjoy it this way, because it is a drag if you don't do that. Wow. Uh, I don't recommend 1.5 speed for anything else. But if you're going to watch From Dust Till Dawn, the show... Go ahead and, and click that button because it's worth it. You're gonna. Get, <laughs> I don't want to sit there and watch it for the for the actual length of the episode. No, you're you're probably right. It's a pretty good idea. But yeah, this episode is a stinker. It's not the worst thing we've watched from the '85 show, though. It's just boring. It's boring. And there's it's very boring. They needed a a couple more things, or even just one more thing, like a B story of something. But you're literally just ha- watching her talk to death. 
watch, watching her look at things. Especially you're bored to death. It's like, just okay. Yeah. It should have been called Bored to Death. Like the Jason Schwartzman HBO show. With, yes. With Ted, Ted Danson. Which but, was supposed to be de- decent. I never watched most of I it. I never watched it. Yeah. But it's it's they the the first one worked called Nothing in the Dark from the sixty show or fifty nine yeah. show because the writing was so well written that when she's yes. talking to death she's like explaining why she feels that way why she's scared of it but this one is like I want to die and they don't really go into the details of why except the fact that her yeah. husband dies but she doesn't say that till the end so it it's not written out enough no. So you just watch her stand there talking to death. Well, that's the problem. It's just, I think they probably, the network probably told Straczynski, because he's the writer, they, they probably said in showrunner, basically, we need to have remakes. So pick out your, your favorite 10 episodes and try to remake those somehow. And that probably was one of his, he's like, well, I'll do it like this. So I don't think it was a well thought out idea, but it was yeah. just, he had to do it as a mandate. So. That's why some of these episodes are just like, eh. The problem is it, 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 it plays more like just an idea, not a, not a script. Yeah. But, I mean, they got Jan Lee, so good on them. I mean, she was yeah. good. The acting was good, but just the mood, the show itself, I mean, there just wasn't anything to it that interests you. Just like, okay, I get it. She's going to die. She's going to be death. Okay, I get it. Next. I'm doing a poll on the Twitter feed right now. So if you want to participate right now, it's LIW the TV review. I put which show do you like better? We're covering one of the, or one of each of them at uh, you know tonight's show, Twilight Zone eighty five or Night Gallery. No, you'll never guess which one's winning. Uh, Twilight Zone. No, Night Gallery's winning. People fucking love Night Gallery. Well, I mean, you know why? It's because of that. It's the pilot. It's the first Night Gallery, the movie. Where it was the uh, Steven Spielberg directed one of the segments. It's the it's the uh, Roddy McDowell episode. It was a movie, and then a year later it became a show. So I think people forget that there was a lull in between the original TV movie and then the series. People love the series; they love it. The se- it's so far, the series has not been good. It's not. It's but it could be a case like like the Twilight Zone or uh, like uh, Tales from the Crypt, where we're just picking the worst episodes because. I have I watched I remember watching them as a kid and going that was pretty good and then I, when my mom was over for Christmas or or whenever the fuck she was here she watched she, she put in an episode and I was like this isn't bad but where where are they we just haven't got to them yet we haven't really done a whole lot of night gallery ones to be honest so true well because we keep getting the Jack Laird segments yeah and that just pisses us off and so that's leaving a bad taste in our mouth he's alive Frank's back he's alive is your other eye okay. Oh my God! How, look at all the blood. Just got an ice pack. <laughs> you got a piece of steak on your open head wound. Just a bag of peas. Put some meat on it, like Stallone. Did you uh? Did you get the venom out just now, Frank? Is that what happened? Suck the venom. That's good. That's quick. <laughs> so, what happens in the rest of your episode, Frank? Um, she um. She uh, becomes part of the wall or something, and then she signs herself out of the uh, mental institution that she's in, and the doctor is like, what? What's going on now? And she's wearing patterns now, and all I kept thinking about was patterns, patterns, patterns. 
Too bad and, she didn't jump out a window like a normal Twilight Zone episode. Not a whole lot of windows in an asylum room. No. <laughs> yeah, or faces and walls. Yeah. It, it's a padded cell except for that giant plate glass window right there at, at diving distance. At I have to go. <laughs> no, it was even, she was even seeing faces in her kid's spaghetti. Well, SpaghettiOs has shapes in it, so I can believe that. No, it was uh, straight up spaghetti. Well, the two, oh. you know, the you know, meatballs were the two eyes. Faces oh, in shit. the faces in the spaghetti would be a much better title. I'd, I'd watch it. Yeah, sounds way more interesting. You're using too many you putting too much onion in the sauce. I don't put too much onions in the sauce. I'll put onions in sauce. <laughs> All right, so I'm looking forward to that episode when we get to that, Frank. I don't know if it's up on the board, but because right I now. just have the episode numbers, I don't have the titles, but um, yeah. That's the end of this episode. We're done talking about it. Yeah. You skimmed through it, Frank. Any thoughts? I thought the uh, I thought the guy playing Death um, looked <laughs> looked the part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, he was fine. I, I want Robert Redford though. I want to take you away, you dad. You come <laughs> with me. Yeah, like most people, you know. Most people act somewhat scared or surprised or something, but she's just hi. Yeah. Well, she's I, ready to go. I think she, that's the like that. She's like, she's made peace oh, with. Hello, she's Death. Dead. How are you? I'm yeah, wearing my Death blue is suit. the last cock she's gonna get, so she's ready to hey, go. Hey, Death. Hey. Come and get me, Death. Do you have a boner? Because you're all bones. I have a bone to pick with you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Gross what she dresses up sexy for death. I, I did not like that part. Especially with the see-through shirt. And oh, she spills man. water, icy cold water on her white t-shirt. Uh, oops. <laughs> oh, it's very, so clumsy. So awkward. He's like, bitch, I don't want to look anymore. If you're death, we can't be in the same place at the same time. So, you... oh, oh my gosh, uh, uh, my skirt is ripped. I'm going to have to take it off and replace it and sew it. Hold on. Oh, I forgot my panties. Oh. I have a hole in me right here. Please fill it with something. Oh my God, hurry. Death. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. I haven't killed anybody since 1984. <laughs> I mean, I mean this this potato I stuck up there 30 years ago is oh. is just not holding everything in anymore. Oh my god! Can you imagine having a potato in your cooch for that long and then oh. eating it in a soup? Oh. It's all pickled. pickled. Oh. No. Tom it Elliott, has it has come on happened. The show. I almost puked right there. Tom Elliott, because, come on the show. Uh, We'd love to Missy, have you. Missy and her doctor had to extract it. It grew roots. With the baby? No, the potato. Not inside Missy, right? You should say that she's a nurse before you... Ah, yes. Missy yes. is a nurse for a... Uh, oh, and she... Right yes. In. It sounded oh, like your she's... wife was just throwing loose potatoes up inside her. Yeah, that's so what like, I thought. That's yeah. what I gathered. The, no, it's 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 an old uh, Italian... Um, Tradition. I guess... Condition, <laughs> tradition. It's an old tra- tradition. I, don't, I wouldn't call it a tradition. I would call it a uh, old uh, Italian um, sex toy. Potatoes in the cooch. You know when women get old, their shit falls out of them. I've never seen that, but yeah. So it's it, like when you put it in something to absorb the salt, it's going to just absorb your your. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's face your cervix. It. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the, the, it falls out. 
Well, I, I mean, you get a hysterectomy, yeah, but it's technically that. It happens. My point being is when it does, um, I mean, potatoes are the most phallic-y of, of vegetables, are except you, for the cucumbers. Are you saying are you, the potato is supposed to absorb the uterus as it falls out? No, no, it's supposed to keep it up back in there. It keeps the fallopian tubes running. You know, when it, fall, you know, when it falls out and you got to shove it back in. You learn something new every day from this show. I'm and amazed. Then, a, then she got a potato and she put it up there to keep things, you know, up in there. So, but then she couldn't get the potato out. So your wife's a nurse and she had to take a potato out of somebody that stuck it in the rectum and it had roots growing in it? Not rectum. Not the rectum. Oh. How would, it, how would it help that situation up in her butt? How would I know? <laughs> no, for sexual, it's like a butt plug. Like people stick things in their butt all the time. Yeah. I've never heard any woman being crazy enough to stick something in her vajayjay like a potato, maybe a watermelon or a pineapple, <laughs> but not a potato. That's crazy. Without hands, too, watermelon. Without yeah. <laughs> Don't you want to love me? Don't you want to support me? <laughs> and it's like I, a. Now, I. <laughs> Oh I've, my often, I've, I've often asked if it was a russet potato or or maybe a yam. A golden, it has to be a, a sweet potato because that's more phallic. A golden that's yellow. That's what I say. I would say sweet potato, yeah. That, she won't tell me. See, that's the mystery. Because sometimes a potato could be cone-like. And yeah, I could see someone thinking, well, no, I can't actually because I'm not fucking insane. But I want to fuck that potato. Like I can see, No, no, you can't see that. No, I want this potato to fuck me. Fuck me, potato. He's talking about me. Mr. Potato Head. He's talking about me. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head, come in me. Yeah, she pulled the potato out. <laughs> it had fake uh, glasses with it's a like, mustache. No, a couple no googly eyes guy, and some ears fall out. No wonder yeah. that guy from England doesn't return your calls. His, his hand was down where his feet were. <laughs> I listened to your show the other day, and you were talking about potato inside of a, a vaginal cavity. It was, and the thing of it is, it grew roots. It was up there so long. It grew roots. It she grew... must have. She must have done as a kid, not knowing what it was. Oh no, she did it five years prior. Five years. Five. I forgot it was up there. Like, it's got to be all work? moldy and shit. Yeah. How does she yeah, alive? It was. It was black, and it was disgusting. And like she didn't have septic shock, and it killed her. Like that would be... it smelled very bad, and it had roots. Oh, no At this shit. point, you're just going in there with a with a melon baller and just scooping out anything. Fuck it, you're all you're well, you don't I, get to own. You sew the I've, fucker I've, shut, and you're like you don't get I've to own heard this horror now. Stories, yeah. You know that handle thing with the thing that goes like you know the things that goes like this to make mashed potatoes with. Yeah. Yeah. And they're with. And we're like, no. Well, oh my God. it's like a mine that closed. You have to block the block the entrance. Like you do not use this anymore. You're not allowed to have a vagina anymore. Sewing it shut like a horror movie. No, well, my, I have a friend. It's a nurse, and she's told me horror stories too. And I'm just like, you hear? You can't believe it. Like you just like, there's people that actually do this shit. They're yeah. wacky, fucked up individuals. She wow. told me once there was a guy that came. Uh, this is the best story. I love this one. <laughs> this is sick. She um, there's this off. big oh, this big obese guy Zip. came in. Yeah. I can't remember if it was a male or a female, and she said he she said um, I got a pain, like right here, like I can't figure it out, and like they had to roll up the flab, oh. and they found a dead rat, 
What? A, a rat was chewing itself out of her or him because it got Ow. stuck. It was trying to chew itself out because it got stuck in the flab of the person. So they oh found they God. found a dead rat it chewing, oh my God. trying to get escape the giant flabs of flesh. I'm trying oh to match God. your excitement versus the story. Oh, it's good it probably one. died of lack lack of oxygen. I would well, assume. This, yeah, the rat did. Yeah, the, the rat was suffocated basically, and it tried it tried to chew itself out, and that's where the where the wound and infection was coming from was a, a rat bite. Well, it's like the. the Remember the second Sinister movie where they put the parents down and they put the buckets on top and then they light a coal on the bucket and rats scratch themselves in through it? Yeah. Well, you did the same thing to Chuck Norris in that Mission into Action movie. (laughs) Oh, God. I completely forgot we did that. I know, right? I have zero memory of the actual movie now. It's not a good movie. No. It's so forgettable. Anyway. It's not good. What, Chuck Chuck Norris's or his chin? Yes. Both. Both suck. (laughs) Chuck Norris sucks. Chuck Norris is awful. I don't get it. He Delta sucks. Force was great. Delta Force is so fucking boring. It is like three hours long. Oh, it's man. so boring. It's bad. <sighs> Try watching Delta Force. It's two. It's like two and a half hours long. It is so fucking boring. All right, I got it's the results, so... guys, of the poll I put up. Twas in 1985 versus Night Gallery. Night Gallery won with 64.3% of the vote. How many votes is that? Uh, I only did it for two. an hour, so 14. 14. But still, it's a good aggregate. Yeah, but still, I mean, you, know. you knew that was going to happen. Yeah, and I the, still want to. And the thing is, Night Gallery's worse. Somehow, so far, yes. Yeah, so far, so bad. But we will get to Night Gallery here in a few minutes or on the next okay. podcast if you're on the podcast feed. Um, but let's I move on. I hope I watched the right one this time. <laughs> I hope so too. Let's find out. But let's say uh, lawstudios.com for me. RedDragonsRadio.com for me. Andersonville, the review show tomorrow. <laughs> just can't. Just can't. And uh, Larry Wonderland presents Andersonville. <laughs> Andersonville. He's talking about LAW John Frankenheimer review. That's right. Um, Wait, John Frankenheimer did Andersonville? Yeah. Yeah. He won the Emmy for Best Director. We are talking about the Civil War. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. I'm excited to watch it. We've I'm talked about this before, Frank. Huh? I'm going to watch it after the podcast. <laughs> so we've talked about this before. I'm excited. I know. Yeah. He did it. It's a good movie. You guys doing it? Or? Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow. tomorrow. All right. Um, you or? No. No, uh, Adam. Oh. Adam didn't like it, though, so he's going to be... He's, his uh, lack I, of whimsy I don't came know to the play. what we're going to do with that, man. But anyway... Um, uh, tomorrow night, yeah, anthology show, then John Frankenheimer movie, but LAW Studios at LAW the TV Review at LAW Anthology Pod on Twitter. So until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Brian Links. Heck, heck, yeah. So long, citizens. So long, death. <laughs>